everybody, what's going on? It's Jesse Lee. You can call me hashtag Boss Lee or the People's Mentor, and this is episode 314 of the show. This episode is really important and probably one of the most valuable episodes I've ever recorded. This is all about forgiveness, and I know this is a difficult subject for a lot of people, which is why I want you to listen not once, but definitely twice this episode, and for sure share with people that you think, whoo, this is a message they need to hear. I actually recorded this episode right before the new year, and I just think that it is something that at the end of the first month of 2021, we probably should all revisit. If you find value in this episode, all I ask you to do is screenshot it, put it in your story, tag me at I'm Boss Lee and tag some friends to share the message. And then of course, if we want to keep this an ad-free show, make sure you subscribe and leave a five-star review. I'm here at a mastermind in Arizona and I really appreciate all the time you guys put into sharing the People's Mentor Podcast. It means a lot to me. I read every single review and I love, 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 love all of you. Hope you guys love episode 314 of the show on forgiveness. Ciao. And then today's training, I'm going to talk about amending anger. And this is something that uh, it's one of those things, kind of like we trained on last week, where you'll probably think of people when I say these things. And then I also want you to think about and identify inside of you things that you can change to make it uh, more powerful in your own leadership, right? And in the way we control our own emotions, because leadership so often, more than not, it really is the emotional intelligence I mean, I think a lot of you are realizing that at this point, right? For you to get to that next level, it's it's never how smart you are, right? It's always how you're speaking to people. It's always how you control your emotions. It's always if you pop off on the internet every time somebody uh, makes you feel some type of way. Courtney Chapman just walked away and the view was great. I don't know if anybody else caught that. Now Candace is doing it too. I'm going to just keep my eyes in the book. Okay. All right. So I was like, well, there we go. Candace is giving us a rub and a Bank, we are going into the new year. Something exciting. All right, champs. Okay. Wow. It's like I hate to watch you go, but I love to watch you leave. All right. Okay. Let's let's go ahead. All right. All right. Let's move along. So, all right. So we worked last week around uh, ways to manage and minimize just that that negativity that is in our lives sometimes. And remembering, I think, sometimes that the negativity is very normal. And then when you normalize it, you can start to change it because you start to identify it, I think is powerful, right? So um, there are more emotions, though, than just being petty, right? Like some of us deal with very real pain or very real anger, right? And... The anger, I think, we all know this, but it's just not an emotion that is valuable, right? It's not an emotion that is serving any of us. It ends up being that deep wound that it carries off into everything you're doing, and it just exacerbates more anger in different areas of your life. And so this this part of the book that I was reading is all about forgiveness, and it's all about really when it comes into that patience aspect of it and... I think I mentioned, I know I mentioned this last week, you know, patience is one of those things. I used to be that annoying person on the internet. No, I'm a, I'm a Scorpio. I don't need to be patient. Like you sound so, I sounded so stupid, right? Like I sounded so stupid. Anybody can work on patience. It's not the moon's fault that you're impatient or maybe, I mean, I don't know. Luna's, Luna nodded. I'm right. It's not the moon's fault. All right. So (laughs) I always check, uh, I check Luna when I talk about the moon. All right. But we have to own the weaknesses that we have in our lives. And anger is definitely one of those things. And so I get it. Sometimes all of us have been wounded so deeply. I don't know if you can relate to this. That sometimes we can't even imagine how we could possibly forgive the person that 
has hurt us. But the thing is, and I, I know you know this, I've seen some of you post this in your Instagram stories, but forgiveness is not, is not for them. Ooh, that's right, Kumba, you tell them. Forgiveness is not for those people. Forgiveness, forgiveness is for you, right? When you forgive, you have a different sense of peace around you. When you forgive, it allows you to move forward in your life. And so um, there's different ways to forgive, as is outlined in this book as well. Of course, we're in Think Like a Monk. I already said it already, but I'll just say it again. Um, you know, sometimes it's better and safer and healthier to not have direct contact with the person at all. Okay, I saw a quote one time and I loved it. And I think I'm going to reference it actually in something that I that I'd go live on today. Sometimes you, you need to have funerals for people that are still alive. Angela Musco's over there throwing throwing up. I mean, she got, she's throwing bones over there. Watch out, Mo. If Mo's in, in a striking range, it's going to get dangerous up in here. Okay? Having funerals for people that have not actually passed away um, because you know that if you have direct contact with this person, it could ruin your life. I think that that is, um, I think that's powerful. And so in this in this book, it mentions the person who hurt us then is no longer around to be forgiven directly, but those factors don't impede forgiveness because it is first and foremost internal. I want you to write that down. Forgiveness is internal. Forgiveness frees you from the anger. So forgiveness, I think, at least in my opinion, what I think I've been taught as a human being on earth is that, oh, forgiveness is like, oh, okay, I really don't like this person, but I'm going to like suppress the emotions and still spend time with them, right? Like, was anyone else taught that? Like, that's definitely what I was taught was like, oh, like, you don't have to forget, but you, you have to forgive. Well, forgiveness does not mean like blacking out and then every time you see them pretending that nothing happened or that they weren't highly offensive or whatever it is, you know? And when I read that, I highlighted it multiple times because I thought to myself, oh my gosh, nobody's ever, nobody has certainly ever said that to me. So I don't know if you can relate to that. It looks like you can. Um, forgiveness frees you from that anger and forgiveness is, forgiveness can look a different way for everybody, okay? And so, um, I love, I love this little paragraph right here. He writes, he says, I had to reach back to my childhood to pinpoint why I felt unloved and unworthy. My paternal grandmother set the tone for this feeling. I realized she treated me differently because she didn't like my mother. I had to forgive her even though she passed on already. I realized I was always worthy and always lovable. Here's the key to this paragraph. She was broken, not I. And so I think sometimes when you allow those people to be in your life that just, they continually hurt you over and over and over and over and over again, and you bring them in because you feel like it's the nice thing to do or whatever it might be, um, you're not the one who's broken, right? You aren't the one, and it's not your responsibility to try to save everybody, okay? All right, so before we find our way to forgiveness, we are stuck in anger usually. Can we agree with that? My God, okay? Like you're huffing and puffing around your house. You're like, oh my God, I gotta get over it, right? And so sometimes we want revenge. 
I don't know about y'all, but I see a lot more revenge than I see actual forgiveness in the solution of the internet, okay? Like, I see a lot more revenge, and it's like, okay, this person hurt me. How can I hurt them? What can I post that offends them? What can I say that's going to offend them? What can I say to make sure it gets back to them? That is revenge, okay? And that is not forgiveness, and that is not moving on. That is your anger coming out, right? And so this whole eye for an eye, you already know. Eye for eye makes the whole world blind, okay? Whether you're religious or not, you've heard it, all right? So revenge is actually the mode of ignorance. I read that. I went, stop. Say what? Revenge is actually your ignorance showing up. It doesn't make you the bigger person, the better person, the stronger person, the more developed person. It's the opposite. I love what Brittany said. I lived in that Leo for a long time, right? Where like everything has to be, right? Yeah, I'm gonna blame the moon. Where's Luna? I gotta look at Luna's face. Okay, uh, it's the moon's fault. All right, it's my Leo moons. All right, all right, I needed to grow. I definitely needed to grow in this, in this, okay? And so I love this. Right here, it's often said that you can't fix yourself by breaking someone else. I'm going to say it again. It's often said that you can't fix yourself by breaking someone else. Monks don't hinge their choices and feelings on others' behaviors. We think sometimes revenge is going to make us feel better. We're going to feel so good when we post this, do that, say that, whatever, react however we are. I don't know if you remember from last week, but we talked about it last week. You don't feel any better, right? You don't feel any better. Science literally shows you don't feel any better. You feel more pain. The revenge actually backfires. And so instead of the revenge, let's rise above it moving into the new year, okay? And so uh, he goes through multiple levels of forgiveness. And he says that these levels give us leeway to be where we are, to progress in our own time, and then to develop into the person that we want to become. Okay. So there's a forgiveness scale he goes through, um, of transformational forgiveness. And I'll go through them really quickly, but one is none. (laughs) That's anger. None. I do not forgive you no matter what. Okay. And some of us know these people. It's like, it's been years and they still just They still are posting about you. They're still going live about you. Like, I think every time I say something like this, I think about my party plan company. It has been five years. Why are you still posting about me? It is very weird to me that you still are posting about me. Calm it down. Move on. It's very unhealthy for you. It's not unhealthy for me. I don't feel emotion towards it. You need to work on that. So that zero forgiveness, anger, I don't forgive you no matter what. It's not serving anybody, okay? The second is conditional, which is if they apologize, then I will. This like transactional forgiveness, okay? Transactional forgiveness is also not forgiveness, okay? Like sitting there waiting, I'm just waiting. I'm waiting for them to call me. When are they gonna da 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 Oh, I love it. Thank you for the nodding. Those of you who are just like open enough to be like, oh God, I've done that. Oh geez. Okay. Like maybe if I post one more thing on my Instagram, they'll see that one. And that's going to be the one that makes them reach out and apologize to me. Okay. How's that working out for you? Right. How's that making you feel? Huh? Huh? Yeah. No, not so, not so good. Okay. All right. Okay. So that's a transactional forgiveness. And then the stage we need to aim towards, they mention, is transformational, which is I forgive you and I expect nothing back. 
That's just goodness. That's just balanced. So if we're looking at the scales, like a Libra, if there's some Libras on here, right? The balancing of the scales. This, I forgive you and I expect nothing back. I'm forgiving you for me more than forgiving you for you. And I'm not just saying, I forgive you and I'm moving on in my world. No, no, no. I, I genuinely forgive you. I don't have the emotional capacity anymore to think about this as I move forward into my future. That's goodness. And so we'll talk about that. And then he mentions unconditional forgiveness, which is, I forgive you no matter what you did. And he says, that's saintly. And uh, he also says, the good news is, I'm not suggesting you aim for that. <laughs> I was like reading this like, oh God, I am not at saintly level. What do I do? Oh God, I am not. And he just says, no, no, no. What I want you to achieve is the transformational forgiveness. Unconditional forgiveness, he says, is the level of forgiveness for a healthy relationship between parents that maybe parents often have for a child, right? That no matter what the child does or will do, the parent has already forgiven them before it ever happens, okay? All right, so let's walk through this really fast because these levels, I think, they teach us how we progress in our life. And so instead of that bottom Moving on into that conditional for, or not or, or past that conditional forgiveness, identifying where on the scale you are, and then trying to move towards that transformational forgiveness. That is powerful because it is strength and it is calmness where you are forgiving without expecting an apology or anything else in return. And I think some sometimes when we look at this, I look at this kind of as I think a lot of us have parents who have caused a lot of trauma. I don't know if anybody can relate to that, but like, ooh-wee, I am way past the point of trying to be unconditional. I am way past the point of a relationship. I am at the point of, I forgive you for what you did, and I've stepped into a blissful awareness of the woman I am today is because of what you've done. Therefore, I very genuinely forgive you because hurt people just hurt people. And moving into that, which is much more freeing for me instead of trying to change people, I think is really strong. And so um, having that that on the forgiveness ladder, that's really where I think I would aim for anyway. And so the forgiveness and what we're doing, that brings peace, right? Forgiveness brings peace to our minds. Forgiveness actually converses energy, right? And so this transformational forgiveness it's kind of cool because it ends up having health implications, science suggests. So fewer medications when you forgive, probably because it genuinely lowers anxiety, right? When your brain is not extremely stressed out because you are trying to be all of these different things for all kinds of different people, you are actually in a healthier state, right? Better sleep quality. If you're experiencing insomnia, if you're up in three, four in the morning, maybe you need to work through some forgiveness stuff, right? I mean, maybe there's other things going on, like you drank caffeine too late. I don't know, accidentally had charged ketones. But, you know, for those of you who it's a constant struggle, what are these, those emotional things that are weighing you down you need to move forward through, right? Um, I love it when people, uh, forget sometimes that their brain and their body is completely connected. Energetically, everything's connected. People who have back pain, shoulder pain, stomach pain, you know, headaches, whatever. A lot of the time, these things, this stress is caused by our own angry thoughts. Have any of you noticed that? You're like, why am I so stressed out? Right? Why do I have these tension headaches? Well, maybe you have tension headaches because you're not being very nice to yourself or to others and we're not forgiving people. 
you know, I mean, again, I'm speaking from prior experience. Okay. All right. I'm not, I'm no saint. Right. And so I like how he says this. He says, we recycle angry thoughts, both conscious and subconscious, which stressed us out in the first place and then cause us to continue stressing out. And I thought this was so powerful right here. In fact, science shows that in close relationships, there's less emotional tension between partners when they're able to forgive each other. And that promotes physical well-being. And I actually, that made me think about couples that they've been together for a long time and they talk about like the weight of a relationship. And it made me wonder, like maybe that's because there's so much emotional stress going on where people are not speaking to each other, that they're causing all of this stress in their body And then their physical state starts to deteriorate. And then it goes into like their sexual relationship because their bodies hurt. And then it goes into the way they speak to each other because their brain hurts. And then it goes into their relationships, just entirely emotional, spiritual, physical, mental, all of it, everything, because they're not forgiving each other for things that have happened. And so you can read the book because I think some, well, whatever, I'll just go through it. But they actually did a 2011 huge study where couples that broke the rules of the marriage, um, I'm just going to read it. In a study published in 2011, 68 married couples agreed to have an eight minute talk about a recent incident where one spouse broke the rules of the marriage. The couples then separately watched replays of the interviews and researchers measured their blood pressure. In couples where the victim was able to forgive their spouse, both partners' blood pressure decreased. It's really cool. Right? It just goes to show that forgiveness is good for everyone. There are so many health benefits. How many of you have ever like done the whole forgiveness thing? Whether it's you're forgiving yourself, you're forgiving others, and it's almost like you, you, you feel the weight literally lifted off of you sometimes. Like, oh my God, I can breathe again. I can breathe again. I will tell you, like, if you have not, I mean, if you have not felt an energetic shift in me since Christmas, I don't know, like, I've been dragging, right? Like, I'm kind of, I've been, like, in the just hustle and bustle and whatever, and then I don't know, I mean, well, I do know what happened. I got an absolutely psychotic email on Christmas, and I was like, nope, not today, Satan. Like, this is it. This is me. I've got to forgive, and I've got to move on, and I've got to have funerals for people who are not actually dead. I've got to do all the things that I practice that I preach. And then um, I basically had the estate sent to me on Monday, which means the person's, like, literally dead to me in, like, a good way, like, a healthy way for me because I needed to forgive the past. I needed to move on from everything that's going on. I needed to cut the emotional and spiritual and energetic cord from somebody who has really held on to me for my entire life. And it was like, as soon as I did it, I swear to you, I woke up on Monday and I felt like I had slept for a month. How many of you have had an experience like that before where you have been, I'm going through it, I'm going through it. And then you, you cut the cord or whatever it is, you forgive and you decide to move on for whatever's best for you. And then all of a sudden it's like a supernova of energy. I don't know what it is for some of you, but some of you have that person or that thing. And as soon as you released them, your whole life took off. So I think if we do more of that, we can start seeing these benefits in our life. No longer the holding of the grudges, just releasing it, moving on from it and saying, look, I don't have time to deal with the drama. And so the last thing I want to say, because I wanted to keep it right here at where we are on time, is he has an exercise and I love this. Ask 
ask for and receive forgiveness. So this is an exercise in which we try to untangle the knot of pain and or anger created by conflict. Even if the relationship is not one you want to salvage or have the option of rebuilding, this exercise will help you let go of anger and find peace. Um, and so I'll finish reading this in a second, but I keep speaking on this call. And I think some, some of you might think, oh, she might be talking about this or this or this or this. Or this. I'm actually thinking of a lot of you because a lot of us are so close. So through this call, um, like I keep thinking of Melissa, probably that's maybe very obvious. I keep thinking of Melissa. I keep thinking, um, of, of Brittany as well. I think a lot of you saw, she just spent the first holiday ever with both of her parents. Um, and, and others of you on here, but I'm, they're both like right here on my screen too. And it's amazing because I obviously know the transformation that, that this can happen. And this might be a big door that a lot of you have that person that you need to do this with or people you need to do this with. And, uh, I'm excited to see the beautiful things that come into all of your lives. Um, if you do take, these actions. So anyway, so before you start, visualize yourself in the other person's shoes, acknowledge their pain and understand that it is why they are causing you pain. So again, hurt people, hurt people. I think we need to remind ourselves of that sometimes hurt people, hurt people. Yeah. Then write a letter of forgiveness. Number one, list all the ways you think the other person did you wrong. Forgiving another person honestly and specifically goes a long way toward healing the relationship. Start each item with, I forgive you for, dot, dot, dot. Keep going until you get everything out. You're not mailing this letter. Okay? Remember, forgiveness is for you. Okay? So you can repeat yourself if the same thing keeps coming to mind. So if it's over and over again, I forgive you for not loving me. I forgive you for not loving me. I forgive you for not loving me. I forgive you for choosing whatever, okay? You can do it as many times as you need to write it, but you need to keep writing it out. Write everything you've always wanted to say and you never had a chance. What you're doing is beginning to understand the pain more specifically so you can slowly let it go. Number two, acknowledge your own shortcomings. So what was your role, if any, in the situation or conflict? right? Okay. So list the ways you feel you did wrong. If there are some, right? Starting each with the phrase quote, please forgive me for remember you cannot undo the past. Okay. You cannot undo the past. Thank you for that vulnerability, Mark. I appreciate you, but taking responsibility for your role will help you understand and let go of your anger towards yourself and the other person. So please forgive me for, please forgive me for, please forgive me for, please forgive me. You know, this is very congruent if you think about Jenny's training last Wednesday, right? Some of us, it's a forgiveness issue. We've got to forgive ourselves for, for responsibilities and roles we've had in our own lives in how we affect other people as well, right? And some of it can be, please forgive me for doing this and causing your response to be X, Right? I'm not telling you to, some of you honestly have guilt around your success because your family members don't like it or your old friends don't like it or whatever it is, don't like it. Can anyone relate to that? Right. Okay. But it's not your responsibility for people, for how people react to that. And that's really what I think this exercise is all about is understanding, again, the forgiveness is for you. And how people respond to your greatness, it's not a reflection of you. It's a reflection of them. Right? Cool. All right. So please forgive me for remembering you can't undo the past. And then 
three, this one's so cool. When you're done with the letter, record yourself reading it. Whether it's a video or an audio or whatever. Wow, Brittany's eyeballs just popped out of her head. I was hoping to see a Brittany eyeball before the end of the year. I needed one more of those before the new year. Okay, like come on with it. All right, play it back after you've recorded it. Just listen. You don't have to watch yourself. Putting yourself in the position of the objective observer. Remember that the pain inflicted on you isn't yours. It's always been the other person's pain. Because so much of forgiveness is you have to see and feel what the other person may have been feeling. That's when it gets really powerful. Right? That's when it starts to be transformative. And so when you squeeze an orange, you get orange juice. When you squeeze someone full of pain, pain comes out. Instead of absorbing it or giving it back, if you forgive, you help diffuse the pain. So I will leave you all with that. I know it's a little heavy maybe for the end of a year, but I think that if we are going to go into 2021 and if we are going to have a truly transformative year, we've really stacked a lot of trainings around this. And those of you who really listen to this and don't like peck around on a phone during a training or whatever, if you combine this with Jenny from these last few weeks, I mean, Jenny, like building it up for us. Oh my gosh. Like, are you kidding me? (laughs) Right. If you do Jenny's exercises and then you do these exercises, you will walk into 2021 and blossom into who you're supposed to be. But it has to start with forgiveness. It has to start with almost that emotional cleansing. It has to start with that energetic stepping into who you are because we have those blockages, right? We have those things. Some of you, we've known each other for years now, right? Some of you are like, why can't I get past this? Why can't I get past this? Why can't I get past this? I think this is one of the most important trainings we've ever done because in order for you to move into your future, you have got to heal parts of your past that are no longer serving you. So I love you guys very much. I appreciate you very much.